0: Welcome to Farringdon Local on Sunday the 15th of July 2012 and uh, I think on the last show I said I think at last the summer's here. I shouldn't have opened my big mouth really, should I? I should have known better. It's just a shame really, especially uh, with the uh, music festivals and everything that's going on uh, the past couple of weekends and uh, which is a great shame. Farringdon Festival, obviously uh, uh, a subject of interesting debate on uh, Farringdon uh, Online in Talking Points. And I shall be uh, airing an editorial comment about this myself as well during this show. Um, but we'll come back to that later anyway. Anyway, in the show we got, we got a chat into to... Ch- not chat, put my teeth back in. We're chatting to uh, Mike Wise, town mayor, who's talking to us about um, Frandon's long-term plan. And uh, what the plans are for the future, really. But particular about how... Um, People in the community can get involved and participate. It's, it's, it's at the consultation stage at this stage uh, and it's very important uh, that obviously everybody has the opportunity to get involved and have their two pen worth uh, and to, to use a phrase that seems to be used a little bit on the uh, talking points about for the people of Farringdon, of Farringdon etc and people of Farringdon well here's an opportunity for the people of Farringdon to get involved. I know some of these things may sound like a boring subject in one respect but Unless we do uh, get involved, then uh, who are we going to blame in 10, 20 years' time? It's only ourselves, oh, isn't there really? Anyway, there's a little bit of um, soapbox going on here anyway, especially later on when I do my editorial about the Farringdon Festival. Um, but we're also going to be chatting to uh, Stuart Macbeth, who's in the band, uh, the original Rabbitfoot Spasm band, that closed the event on Sunday evening, and a tracker there, so follow it as well. But we're going to start off with a little bit of, um, dare I say, self-indulgence. Those you know will know. Those you don't don't know. won't make any difference. Anyway, here's Eat, Love, Sing with a wonderful singer up front, great voice, in the track called American Hero. What they want
1: Cause they can
0: Well, that was Eight Love Sing with a track of theirs called American Hero, inspired by the TV programme Homeland. I don't know if many of you watched it. It was on Channel 4, an American programme about an American uh, uh, serviceman being uh, kept behind and uh, lost in Iran for eight years and coming back. He's coming back as the American hero. But is he really turned? Is he an American? Is he a spy now for Al Qaeda, etc., cetera, etc., etc.? If you watched it, you know what it's all about, then you know what the song's about. If not, you're probably thinking, why is a little old Farringdon band talking about an American hero? Won't mean anything to you. Of course, you could find out and come and see the band. The band are playing on the 11th of August at the Swan in Farringdon. Uh, that's Saturday evening. It's going to be a wonderful evening of uh, great music down there. Hope a few, of you, a few of you can come along and join us. And we're going to go to our first interview now with Mike Wise, Town Mayor. I did an interview with Mike uh, uh, about about a week or so ago, talking about consultation or the consultation process for Farringdon's long-term plan. Uh, Farringdon, one of the, about 100, um, Pathfinder, if that's the right term, did mention the right term in the interview, uh, Pathfinder towns and local authorities, local town and parish councils, etc., which Farringdon is, uh, developing a long-term plan and uh, it's all supposed to fit in with the veils, long term plan you know, um, unemployment employment opportunities, education housing, shops, commercial and all those sorts of things which uh, do have to have a plan, otherwise you'll develop very higgledy-piggledy and Without much thought. Anyway, we're going to go to the interview, and uh, Michael explain to you how you can get involved, and uh, how we can all get involved. And maybe some of you went along to that open meeting a couple of weeks ago in the Corn Exchange, and this is really a continuation of that. Today, with uh, Mike Wise, uh, town mayor for Farringdon, and we're talking about the um, the new development of the the neighbourhood plan, which is in its early stage of the consultation stage, isn't it, Mike? Is that That's all right? Not right. correct. And the idea of a neighbourhood plan is to fit in with the with the Vale of White Horse, for us, which is our local authorities, their plan, so, it consi- so it's uh, uh, consistent with their ideas, is that, is that basically?
2: Yes, the, the idea of a neighbourhood plan is that you will put forward a plan which would sort of shape the future of Farringdon up to the year 2029, which is the period of the sort of core strategy which is adopted by the district council. Okay.
0: Now, at the moment then the consultation stage when I came to the open meeting about 3 weeks ago in the town hall and uh, in, in the Corn Exchange. I think that was about the probably the first public involvement is that. That right? was that was the first
2: public involvement yeah. and we had a very good response. We got something like 120 people. Yes, there. that was a, it was packed um, wasn't it? It was, was good, it, yeah. was a, it was it was a very good meeting. And the idea is to, that it's essential that all of the people in the town as well as the views of as many people as possible can be taken into account because this has got to be the people's plan.
0: What are the sort of categories or headings in, in a broad sense do you think people we should be collectively working towards then or are they actually already established or or is it just accepted that we would be looking at for example health or We've,
2: we've tried to select as, as many of the things that would be likely to be of interest to people in Farringdon, and this has really come out not just from, from the council but also from the people themselves. Obviously housing is very important. Sure. Um, the Vale have what was called a core strategy in terms mm-hmm. of the number of <coughs> houses to be built in Farringdon, that's part of their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the present, the, the favoured development, which is part of their core strategy, is the development up Sands Hill, opposite the SO garage yes. which is now uh, been taken over by Bloor Homes mm-hmm. with the various landowners and Bloor want to develop this and that is for about 400 houses yeah now we that had them on the last show. interview yeah. so Bloor, what, what Bloor, Bloor are proposing there what, and yeah. that's part of the Vale's core strategy now one thing the neighbourhood plan can't say is oh, we only want 300 houses, or we don't want that at all. Right, That's part I of can. the core strategy. Right. Now, as regards housing, what the neighbourhood plan could say is, well, we'd actually like some more housing. Mm. And uh, not only that, we'd, we'd like it here. Mm. So what we have to do then is assess various sites to say, well, that could be a useful site for development, but is it feasible or not? And this mm. is where the, the plan has to be examined to say, yes, that that, uh, that is possible. So housing's obviously important because that right. does affect people, particularly if you're next, next to a development. Employment land, which... I feel very strongly about, and so I think so do the council, that if we're going to have these um, extra houses in Farringdon we need employment mm. and we need high quality employment. If we want to develop employment that means we have to have employment land, obviously we've got certain land on Park Road but there are other sites that, that we'd like to develop. And, and we also need the infrastructure then mm. because if you want that sort of high tech employment you need high speed broadband, you need, broadband, sure, need yeah. the communications, you need all the things that go with it, what mm-hmm. sort of shopping provision are we going to have in Farringdon? What would we like to see in Farringdon? Obviously we've got planning permission for a a supermarket on Park Mm -hmm. Road. Um, What else would we like to see? How would we like to see that develop? Uh, Education. The three schools in Farringdon have formed themselves into an academy. Um, It is proposed, and this is not certain, but if we have the new development on Sands Hill that we would need more provision for primary. And that's right. It's uh, to school so that build was, within to the plan. That was it? suggested, An plan, but yeah. then it, that must be offered to the academy in in the first instance yeah, to uh, right. see how they would um, find a sponsor. We've for actually it.
0: got the other interview on the show this week, isn't it, yeah. Bob? Bob Winteringham as oh, well. Excellent, so excellent. Yes, it so fits in, full, in with that really. Doesn't full, full, it? full details. Yeah, yeah. Is quite just consistent. moving on to the the, the <coughs> consultation process now. So you, you, you've had this meeting. A lot of interest there. 120 people. I understand now there are a few uh, sub-commit, uh, yes, st- steering, uh, groups. S- steering groups yeah. have been set up looking at these yeah. categories. Yeah. And the idea is they then come up with suggestions to put to the council and then take it to the consultants to formulate it in the right way. Yeah. But between there, where, where else can the public get involved? Are there going to be more planned meetings or do they just get involved in one of these commit, subcommittees or... Or, or is it going to be open up yeah. on the website
2: or P- people can contribute to the to the steering groups we have a website a, a dedicated website for okay. this which is uh, www.farringdonplan or okay. one word com. okay um, we have consultants they want to receive this sort of information so people can contribute to the web they can Give their ideas in at the town council.
0: Right. Uh, Particularly, what's the time frame for a decision where a final submission has to be made? Well, we'd like
2: to get all this finished by the end of the year, okay. So that it's uh, concurrent with the the Vale scheme in terms of getting their core strategy out by sort of January. Mm -hmm. Um, There will be, for instance, in a couple of weeks' time, a stall at the the marketplace which the the consultants want to do we're thinking of doing the same thing again. I'm particularly concerned that we want to get the younger people involved because Mm. it's their future and I'm conscious we're we're getting near to the end of term Mm. Um, that we want to get young people get their involvement but all of the other groups in terms of sustainability, health, leisure, as we said retail, housing and other opinions that people have, Mm. there may be something that we've missed Particularly things like uh, care for the elderly. I mean, we're in our aging population. We're going to talk to, to people in, in the uh, in the care homes as well because they've got very important views to, and that they're, they're suffering a lot of cuts and it's yeah, really important I can that, uh, that. Yeah, which it's we a take their time. Into account. It's a difficult time. Because we've got a plan for this uh, you know this future up to twenty twenty nine, which yeah. will uh, to put me
0: into that very much into that Right, okay. Well. well I think that covers quite a lot there, Mike. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming to talk to us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I hope that gives uh, 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 an interesting flavour of what the opportunities are to get involved in uh, this long-term plan for Farringdon. I say it's there to cover education, leisure, uh, commercial development, housing, business areas, uh, all the obvious things. That, and although they are looking for other categories as well, if people got a very strong feeling about a particular area that isn't covered under these. Um, You could say the obvious categories, really. Um, And if you do want any more detail about it, uh, as you said in the interview, though, if you went to, um, well, if you went to uh, Farringdon Town Council, they'd be able to put in the direction or look at the Farringdon Town Council's website. But in particular, it's uh, the particular website is FarringdonPlan.web.s.com, and I'll put those details up on our website as well, so you can follow that through if you want to. And they are definitely interested in people coming along and. participating and getting involved with one of the committees as well okay let's go to our second track today we've got a band that's coming to town in a couple of weeks time on saturday the 21st of july uh, a couple of young lads coming down from east lancashire I don't know exactly where in east lancashire they're coming from um bad cardigan bad cardigans s plural i don't know. i should have checked that out i think it's just bad cardigan anyway it's so a track of theirs called complexity When you yeah, that was the uh, the band Bad Cardigan coming down from East Lancashire in a couple of weeks playing at the Farringdon Portwall Angel um, uh, well, Saturday night. you um, started about half eight-ish, something like that. And a couple of young lads Uh, I've forgotten their names now. It's terrible, isn't it? I did have it written down on a piece of paper somewhere, but I've lost my piece of paper. Anyway, if you want to check them out, and uh, they're going to be... Sounds like an interesting set of... Folk Indie Band is what they're calling themselves, or Folk Indie Duo, probably the right uh, terminology there. And uh, that was a track of theirs called Complexity. In fact, they sent me a couple of tracks, so uh, I might play another one in uh, due course as well. I really enjoyed that. Um, Okay, let's touch on the Farringdon Festival then, causing interesting... uh, well, been an interesting de- debate for the past, uh, well, it's always been an interesting debate, isn't it? Found the festival. So, are the problems in the town centre and people complaining about the noise, or um, as in this case, uh, why on earth has it been taken out of the town centre and put into a field on the edge of town? Um, well, we have covered this because we've interviewed Sam, who's organised the music side of things, uh, as to why it was there, or part of the reasons why it was there, and some and issues to do with financing and uh, some of the, uh, uh, the, the some people in town, which perhaps could have contributed to support it and ensure the stage was in town wasn't inst- wasn't going to happen, so they moved it out of town, and there were some problems, uh, historical problems, with complaints of noise as well. Um, Like many other people, I've uh, submitted my points of view to uh, Talking Points, and I hope uh, Jenny's going to uh, publish that as I uh, prepare this. Uh, uh, this recording, and so it hasn't been published yet, but hopefully it has, and I can't see any reason why Jenny wouldn't do that. I'm not going to have go anybody, any named individual anyway on, on here. So, um, but I would like to, I so it's like a am reading a prepared statement, and that's how it's going to sound. I know it's going to sound that way, and that's what this is going to be about, because I feel very strongly about it, and this is what I'd, I'd submitted to, um, you know, for, for talking points. Farringdon Festival was a success from an organisational perspective. The variety of music was great, the sound system was great, and the variety of stalls would have been great. Poor weather hindered overall success in this area. That's the problem, that's where it Can't help that, that's the way it's turned out. And so those whingers, in particularly name supplied, well at least have the guts to stand up and be counted, who go on about it being our town festival. Why can't it be brought back into our town centre for the people of Farringdon? Well, the people of Farringdon get what they deserve. The people of Farringdon close down music venues and complain about the noise, the road closures and the disruption. The people of Farringdon won't put their hands in their pockets, get up off their sofas, as I said there, I want to say arses really, where they don't get up off their arses, to support so many events. The people of Farringdon so easily point the finger when things are not going their way. They won't contribute, won't participate and won't support those few people who put themselves out to create to create and maintain events. Now, fortunately, the above isn't totally true, and there are lots of people, the people of Farringdon, who are very committed to the running of all sorts of clubs, organisations, events, and people whose, who, who, whose names we all know who do stand up and are counted and manage to weather the criticism, despite the same old Middle England suck-the-life-out-of-everything whingers. Farringdon has too many insipid little characters and I think Roald Dahl must have had a, based a few stories and a few characters about them. I say either put up or shut up. Okay, I'll climb off my soapbox now and uh, let's talk about a few things that are coming on in the, uh in, in the next few weeks. Uh, people will go out their way to organise events, etc. for other people and uh, hopefully we all have a good night out. Uh, what have we got coming up on the uh, 21st of... Uh, uh, this month on Saturday the 21st got the Flying Pig Festival uh, 15 bands or so I think playing down at the uh, gliding club down at Shrivenham all in aid of the Oxfordshire Air Ambulance and uh, that should be a, a great night Gr- great all, well, all day I think in fact, I think it will be going on to the early hours of the morning and there's uh, there's camping available as well if people want to go down there and participate and stay and keep the party atmosphere going. Thursday the 26th of July. Uh, it's just starting at new. Just uh, hopefully had the first one on Thursday at the Swan. I'm talking about the acoustic night, new acoustic night at the Swan. It should be a regular event every two weeks. And, uh, uh, yeah, they definitely don't, like, uh, Stuart and Debbie definitely like their music down there. So that's going to be a good, uh, hopefully a good regular event. 21st of uh, July. So I've got those dates the wrong way round. Bit out of date there, never mind. 21st July. Uh, the band I mentioned earlier on, Bad Cardigan, going to be playing at the Portwell Angel on Saturday the 21st. And on the same day, uh, I think the 21st is going to be quite busy for music in Farringdon or in the Farringdon area. Because also on the 21st is a band called Claire Free. Um, I think it's a band. It says, singer and guitarist. So whether that means Claire, F- is it her? Is it her name Claire? Is she called Claire Free? I don't know. Blues singer and guitarist. There anyway, it is at the bell. On the t- seems regular. I think I keep seeing that sign outside quite a lot at the bell. Maybe she's. A re- I've never been down. Maybe I should pop down and try trying to uh, see what it's all about. Anyway." Keep repeating myself. Saturday 21st of uh, July down the bell. On the 28th of July, back to the Swan again for the Log Off Band. I think they're regulars down there as well. And uh, looking a little bit ahead, Saturday 11th of August. I might have mentioned this before already. Uh, perhaps a little bit biased and, uh, on this one. Eat, Love, Sing, with a wonderful female vocalist up front, singing oh, loads, loads, loads of well-known uh, covers that everybody can enjoy. And uh, our opening track today as well, American Hero provided uh, uh, the song. That, that tune. <laughs> what am I talking about? Anyway, and then on Saturday the 18th of August, now this is a bit unusual, it's called a Jubilee TP, uh, t- uh, uh, Tea Party, which I'm thinking... Haven't we had the Jubilee already? But anyway, someone's organised the Macmillan uh, people organising a Jubilee tea party, and it's somewhere in the town centre, in a quirky garden in the town centre. And I'm sorry, I've got these details as I usually do from uh, from Jenny's site, uh, What's On, on Found It Online, but there's no details as to exactly where it is. Uh, I think it's an all day thing, what, 11 till 4 and uh, hopefully I've got good weather by then, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, Maybe if someone wants to get in touch with us, let let us know a bit more detail about that. We'll uh, publish a bit more detail about it. And then uh, the regular slots on the uh, first Sunday of the month, Saturday the 5th of September, the 15-minute club, down at the Cellar Bar. And looking ahead, somewhere ahead now, so this is a bit of advance notice really, uh, the first uh, Farringdon Scouts are going to be holding a Cayley, uh, in the marketplace and uh, not in the marketplace in the corner exchange on Saturday the twentieth of October. And the band going be playing their horse play with the with a caller, Chris Lee. Uh, if anybody wants to get more detail about that, contact Faith, Farringdon two four one two three seven. But presumably be a few posters around town in uh, in the supermarket. I was gonna say Carter's supermarket then some of us know what we're talking about there, don't we? Uh, in the book, there'll be a cart in the supermarket in a few other places providing a bit more detail about that. But again, if they want to provide a bit more detail, I think we're actually going to have an interview with somebody about that as well, about what what that event's all about and uh, and uh, what's going on on the, what, Saturday, the 20th of October. We've got plenty of time for that one, haven't we? Okay, let's go back to uh, the Farringdon Festival in a nice way now off that soapbox and I grabbed an interview with Stuart Macbeth who, was in, who is in the band uh, the original Rabbit Foot Spasm Band which I've already played in Fountain a couple of times uh, in the past but they were the headlining closing band and uh, great great sound absolutely I mean this is a super this really is a wonderful party sound a sound to really get you up dancing really enjoying yourself so I, was having, I grabbed an interview with Stuart Macbeth and asking him about the band what it's all about and uh, for him, I suspect a boring question, where on earth do they get that name from? And we're going to end up then with a track of theirs called, oh dear, what we also their song called, let me do it quick, uh, Shanghai Fanny. So we're going to go to the interview, we're going to go straight into the song uh, Shanghai Fanny. So if anybody just wants to get in touch with us for, for the future, about future events they want to promote, or if you're involved in something interesting, you think others might be interested in hearing about it, uh, we'll get together, we'll do an interview. Let everybody know about it. Let the world know about it. Anyway, let's go to that interview with uh, Stuart Macbeth from the original Rabbit Foot Spasm band. Straight on, then, with a song called a "Shanghai Fanny." Hey, well, I'm, I'm uh, down here at the Fandom Festival talking to Stuart Macbeth from uh, the original Rabbit Foot Spasm band. So Hi, it's Sean. good to meet you.
3: Good
0: afternoon. i I got to ask, and it's like fact, I don't always ask this question, to you, but I want to ask it with you. The name of the band, that's, uh, that's a cracking name for a band. So, where did that one come from?
3: It's amazing, Sean. You were the first person to ever ask Oh, really? Of
0: course I the, am, yes. Uh,
3: <laughs> spasm Band uh, is, spasm is an American word for skiffle, and spasm bands would congregate around the streets playing homemade instruments, mostly made up of children like us. And, uh, <laughs> big children, big that's, kids. That's, that's what that because we started off as a skiffle band. And Rabbitfoot uh, comes from the Rabbitfoot Troop, who are. Uh, uh, a black touring troupe in the 20s and 30s in America who had a lot of uh, people in we admire very much, like Bessie Smith, uh, Ma Rainey, uh, great blues shouters, right? Okay. heroic yeah. characters. Yeah, and original because
0: somebody else had all this name before?
3: Original uh, from the original Dixieland Jazz Band, who were the first jazz band to play in this country in 1919, all they right, said they okay. wanted to be the assassinators of jazz music and I feel very much the same way.
0: Okay, you're feeling that mode. Because uh, we just chatting earlier on. I mean, you the history of the band. You were originally put yourself together as a there's a skiffle band really. That was your, your your original background, was that right?
3: Yeah, you can you can read more about it on our website if you like uk. And we, we had a homemade banjo and a broken ukulele and a kazoo's uh, attached selotape to coat hangers around our necks. So yeah. You can nudge them up after the vocal and pretend to be performing a, a trumpet solo.
0: <laughs> so what's uh, I mean, we the were trying to
3: recreate the the sounds of 20s and 30s blues music with homemade instruments, so uh, music we couldn't really hear anywhere else. and we were, we were playing our own stuff at that stage and we've done more and more of that
0: as time has I mean, gone on. I mean, it's definitely a unique sound you've got there. I don't think there are many bands out doing what, what you're doing, are there? Not really the way
3: we do it. We, we, we kind of have very much the, the volume of a rock and roll band uh, while playing music that's kind of uh, soaked in mid-century rhythm and blues music. But we, we sing songs about growing up in England and being around here. Here comes a tractor. Uh, we'll, we'll put a pause in there.
0: Hang on. In your band, I mean, how many's in the band? Is it a seven-piece band? A 7
3: seven-piece band, yeah. Occasionally we work at eight pieces and occasionally fewer people. But for all the major shows where there'll be audiences coming along, it's seven,
0: yeah. as it is today. And uh, you've had quite a... Uh, you mean on been on Radio 2 and on, was it on Mark Michael Mar's show, is it? Yeah, we, we've done all that. I hope
3: some more of that stuff comes our way we have got some great new material. and uh, Looking forward to tell 2013. Us about, uh, tell us
0: about your new material. You're in the process of putting together another album this year, this summer, is that right?
3: We are at the moment. Myself and Carlo, uh, the guitar player from the band, uh, are uh, demoing at the moment. So we're demoing between now and the end of August. Uh, half the material and the rest at the end of the year. And then the band will start rehearsing it, hopefully, uh, uh, in, in the autumn. And you'll start hearing some of those songs in October. Is, uh, you know, we could uh, we could mess around and stick songs in the set, but we want them to sound good.
2: Yeah, I want people sure. to have a
3: great time. So it's it's great stuff. And of uh, blues and calypso, and uh, all kinds of Hawaiian stuff. And it's great.
0: That is, uh, you're definitely moving away from skiffle, then, have not you?
3: <laughs> well, I, I think uh, there's a writer I really admire called Nelson George. He talks about the way that black music, uh, in particular, you know, before sure, yeah. the 1950s, anyway. Uh, moves on from like gospel and spirituals, blues, jazz, rhythm and blues, funk, soul, hip hop, and stuff. And I see the progression with us. We started off playing skiffle, we've done some gospel, we play some trad jazz, some rhythm and blues. We've more or less playing beat music based on old dance music. So in this album, there's some kind of West Indian stuff, and uh, you know, it's all the blues really.
0: Yeah, great. Well, thanks so much for talking to us. Really appreciate that. Thanks very much. great,
3: Sean. Have a great rest of the day. We're looking forward to the show very much. Brilliant. Thanks.
4: Well, I believe I'm Kenny, how would look like my fanny, and that's my bothering me. See, J. Hop and what's sweet is gone in town. They sold it to a man named John. Some scarlet house and shit I said, "Get the bar yeah, I'll take me to our tax Here Billy Chang got my lady yang And she ain't never coming back I said, taxi man How can I get a tow? i ride from the docks and the old half frocks And the folks ain't never know.